Are you ready? Shot is off of the back iron, no good. Rebound, he sings high. Locked with the ball in the fourth court. Comes to Donovan for three. Oh, he hits it! He hits it! Aaron Donovan hits a three-pointer that gives the Tigers the win! Kowalczyk, air it out again down the far side. That ball is going to be caught at the 50-yard line. Off to the races, 40. He's at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, St. Cecilia. Streaming now on ExtremeSports.com and on the Extreme Sports app. Extreme Sports and the Hastings Tribune presents the Triblin' Tailgate Talk Show with your hosts, Mike. Marcus, Will, and Nick. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Tribune Tailgate Talk Show. We're going to be live tonight from the Adams County Fairgrounds in Hastings. We'll tell you about that coming up. I'm Mike Will from Extreme Sports, along with uh, Will Reynolds, Nick Blotnick, and also Marcus Metcalf from the uh, Hastings Tribune as we have our final show of uh, the 2023 calendar year. We'll start off with the, uh, the 2024 season here in a couple of weeks. Our our uh, final show, I guess, uh, guys, as we wrap up the, the fall season and get ready for the uh, winter season, we'll be talking some... Uh, basketball coming up on the uh, program today. Uh, Will, welcome back. Happy holidays to y'all. Hey, Mike. How are you? It's It's been a couple of weeks since uh, we've been on. We've got uh, Nick and uh, Marcus as well. We've been busy. Again, we'll be talking about uh, the fall season. We've kind of wrapped up the football season. The uh, winter sports season is well underway. We're going to be talking some uh, basketball here in a little bit, but uh, it's good to be back here, guys. Yeah, been a been a few weeks, kind of that awkward transition period between the uh, fall sports and winter sports season. But you know, had some had some fun finishes. We had our last show at Bullseyes with the uh, 1993 Hastings High uh, football team. So good to uh, good to get those guys go those guys together and and to talk about those memories that they had. But um, yeah, happy to be back for one one final show in 2023, and, and hopefully this thing carry some momentum into 2024. Tonight, uh, like we said, we're at the Adams County Fairgrounds in Hastings where the Hastings Goodfellows program is putting together its annual campaign of providing uh, boxes of food and toys to family during the holidays here in Hastings. And uh, the Tribune kind of heads us up each and every year. We'll be talking with Laura here in just a, a few minutes about the campaign. But uh, you guys uh, basically were, were busy all afternoon. Uh, Nick, you were out here this afternoon. Uh, all the boxes are, are stuffed here, so to speak. Yeah, they're full of uh, food and toys, and uh, it takes a lot of prep prep work uh, to get all this stuff ready, and Laura does a great job with that. And then uh, we need a lot of volunteers every year, and this year it's been amazing just the turnout that we've had last uh, last night with the food, and tonight uh, obviously the Adams Central Girls basketball team helped out with the toys, and uh, we've just been very thankful and blessed uh, for the turnout because this is a record year. We have a ton of families that we're helping out this year and uh, Laura's got the numbers on those and it, it's really special. It's a great time. Yeah, like we said, uh, we, we stuffed the boxes and there's a bunch of them here. We're in the, the west building of the Adams County Fairgrounds and uh, the place is jammed and we'll be talking with Laura about the numbers and where's all these toys that are going to go to uh, throughout the, the weekend and coming up in just a, a few minutes here. 
on our uh, program here tonight. So we're going to be talking some uh, girls basketball. Like we said, the winter sports season is uh, well underway. We've got uh, Greg Barrett from Hastings St. Cecilia going to stop by. Adam Central uh, girls basketball coach uh, Evan Smith is also uh, with us uh, here uh, today. And we'll be talking about uh, the successful season that the Patriots have uh, got going here. As uh, Evan will uh, join us here early, he's here early. We'll uh, we'll get him out. Evan, uh, thanks for joining us on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You guys uh, were out here uh, with the uh, Goodfellows this afternoon. Your entire basketball, I think, uh, entire basketball team was out here as well. Yeah, it was great to get the girls here. We had all of our coaching staff and managers as well, and you know, Nick said it perfectly. What a great program and um, just a good turnout. And obviously, our girls. Um, hearing a little bit more about what the program means to the community was uh, really impactful for them. And my own kids were <clears throat> riding home afterwards, and they just had a blast doing it. So uh, it was pretty pretty cool. You guys out of school now, ready for the ready for the Christmas break? Uh, we've the elementary's out. Uh, the high school's got one more day tomorrow. They get out at noon. So I think everybody's ready to be done for a little while. All right, this is our our first show, guys, uh, with the uh, winter uh, uh, sports scene uh, coaches. Evan will talk about uh, girls basketball. Patriots off to a seven and one uh, start. Coach, uh, we've had a lot of those games on uh, extreme sports here the first couple of weeks. Your only hiccup was uh, last Saturday losing to a very good cross county team. Yeah, we're off to a great start. You know, I think um, you know coming into the season there were a few question marks with what we had, and um, you know our coaching staff kind of knew where we were going to be at. But you never never know um, once you get early in the season what it's going to look like. And been proud of our girls so far. They really stepped up. And yeah, cross county gave us all we could handle on Saturday, but. Uh, you know, it is what it is. It was a good um, learning moment for a lot of our kids, and uh, I thought we we came back and handled that uh, adversity really well last night. Yeah, it came on the, the heels of the, the Fillmore Central game last Friday, so you had a game last Friday night and then came back on Saturday afternoon and, and played at noon, so a quick turnaround. No excuses there, but uh, you guys actually just came out flat in the first half. We did, and we were, you know, we looked tired. I was... Uh, Quick turnaround, you know, playing a noon game is, is a little different for most teams. And so uh, excuses are excuses. We, uh, they, they, uh, the girls got beat, and that was it. And so we're, we were glad we came back. We had a good practice the next day and um, found a way to uh, make sure that we got a good win last night. Do you go back and look at that cross-county film and, and kind of see? I mean, we, we talked about the hustle after that game kind of early on. Cross-county is getting second chances, you know, turnovers, loose balls, all those 50-50 type of plays. And do, do you go back and look at that thing right afterwards and, and, and before that practice or after that practice? Yeah, Sunday I went back and watched some film. Just I watched the first half, you know, and, and just um, I try not to dwell on it too much, but you try to pick up a few things. And uh, Coach Lewis always says it best. He goes, it's never as bad as it seems. It's never as good as it seems. So uh, we um, – we did a lot of really good things. Just didn't finish some shots early, and then you know there was a couple key things that we we had earmarked on our scouting report with them, and and didn't do a very good job with that. But that comes with that quick turnaround, and then we talked about it like a state tournament game where you're you're playing on a, a Friday night or you know on, on a Wednesday and have to come back and play on a Thursday, and it was very similar to that. So uh, just got to be a little bit better dialed in mentally. I think was a big thing. Megan Scott, Briley, Ninehazard, those have kind of been the, the two that have gone recently for you. You know, I know it's seven games into the year, eight games into the year, but those two specifically, I know Megan's taken on a, a larger role with some absences that you, you graduated. So how have those two kind of, you know, been early on? Yeah, they've been really good. You know, Briley's, uh, she's always been a, a good scorer for us, um, and I think she's really kind of shined this year, uh, hitting some shots from the outside, and then she's just really good about getting to the rim and kind of hitting that mid-range shot for us. And 
Uh, you know, it's, it's something she's underrated for. If you go back and look at some of our rebounding stats, she's our second leading rebounder on the team next to Megan. And so she's a kid that just busts her butt all the time. And it's it's fun to watch her work. And, you know, obviously we've talked about Megan for the last few years here about how, how, how good she is and what she does for our team and her dynamic uh, play both inside and out when she catches a ball on the perimeter. And I'm glad Greg's not here because I hope they keep flying out at her on the perimeter because it's, uh, it's fun to watch her to get to the rim and, and, uh, and, and play well. If uh, you haven't been following uh, Adam Central uh, yet this year, the biggest change is probably uh, your post player. You, you don't have a Rachel Gooden in there for the first time in, uh, what, two or three years, a six-foot-three-inch post player. You guys playing a little bit differently now. Yeah, we got to play a little faster. Um, you know, we've got to do a little th- do a few more things defensively to try to help protect the paint. But, uh, you know, it starts out with our guard play. And I, I think, um, you know, defensively, Gracie Weichman and, um, you know, we've got Ireland Samuelson and, and Lindsey Lancaster starting out with, uh, with Megan and Briley. And they – they do such a good job on the defensive front, just just kind of holding their own, and um, so it, it does look a lot different. We're a lot faster than we played in the in few year last few years, but uh, it's kind of fun too. I think it's fun basketball to watch. Is this a team we, we talked preseason? But is this a team that is is kind of just wearing that identity of, of okay, okay, we're starting starting over, starting new without Rachel, without Lauren, you know those players that you graduated, and mm-hmm. are they are they aware of of you know, this is a new team. We're, we're not that team that made the state final last season. Yeah, I think they are. You know, I, 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 they, they understand their limitations as far as some of those things go. But, um, you know, with, with each new team brings new challenges. And, and uh, I feel like these girls have embraced that. And it's been fun to watch them kind of just morph into what they have been right now. And um, as, as the season progresses, I think we'll only get better. You know, I think they've kind of realized a few things. And Mike had the game last night. I, you know, there's some things that happened late in that game that we'll clean up as a, as a coaching staff and as a group. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited for this group. And I think they're, they're kind of excited to see what they can do. Adam Central picking up a win last night uh, over York by a score of 53-47. to, to 47. You guys were in control uh, most of the way, Coach. But like you said, York kind of made a run there at the, the end of the ball game. But you guys got put under pressure, and uh, you had some mistakes late. But uh, the big thing is you picked up the W. Yeah, I felt like we, um, you know, we did panic a little bit down the stretch with some of their press stuff that bothered us. And uh, they've got a couple girls, the Port Wayne girls are so athletic and they, they, they do a good job of getting tips on passes all the time. And so, um, you know, we talked a little bit after the game about just kind of slowing the game down a little bit in that respect and not trying to push the ball so quickly. Um, but, you know, it, it is, it's part of the learning process. You know, there's some girls that have played a lot of basketball, but never been the girls at the end of the game. You know, we've got a lot of kids that are playing some new roles in that situation. And so, uh, again, we'll we'll clean up that stuff, and um, you know those girls are good about going back and watching some film, so it should be good. I was kind of interested in, I mean, like you said, kind of having roles that you know initially kind of start changing, I guess, uh, as the season progresses. And I mean, eight games in, are you kind of seeing? you know, the the receptiveness, you know, to change the role and stuff like that? Oh. And how do you kind of di- dictate that? I guess? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of it, the girls dictating it. And, and, you know, the fun part about our groups that we've had the last few years is we give them a lot of autonomy with the, with the team. Uh, we'll come into timeouts and ask them what they're seeing, what they want to do. And, um, you know, as long as it's within what we're capable of doing, we'll give them some of that freedom. And so I think they've bought into that. I think that that's a big part of our culture is we give our girls some of that freedom and um, you know, they found ways to um, step up in, in places that, that we've been lacking here the last couple of years or that needed to be stepped up into. And so, yeah, I just think um, giving them some freedom to do those things, it's really been helpful. 
Yeah, we're talking with Evan Smith. He's the head girls basketball coach at Adams Central. Uh, we're going to have the uh, five-day moratorium coming up uh, What beginning uh, Saturday. Nobody can uh, practice. Nobody can uh, play games through uh, next Wednesday. And then uh, next weekend, Coach, uh, Thursday and Friday, you've got uh, basketball out at the, the Patriot Gym. I guess it's next Friday and Saturday, and it's uh, down at the uh, Patriot Gym. Talk about that. Some good teams coming in. The Broken Bowl Alliance and the Boone Central will be joining you guys. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we ended up getting the second seed. Broken Bowls a little bit ahead of us in PowerPoints, and that's how we seed them um, every year. And uh, so we get a Boone Central first round, which we seem like we've had them the first round the last five, ten years. It seems like, and and they get tired of it too. But um, you know, they've gotten a lot better. Boone Central's really improved. Um, and then, obviously, Broken Bow is going to be tough. Uh, hopefully, we can get them in the championship game. They play a really good 2-3 zone and, or a 2-2-1 into a 2-3 zone. Um, so, they'll be tough. And, it's uh, you know, we, we like having those good matchups. Uh, you know, the only bad thing is, you know, is Christmas break's not always the best basketball. And so, um, hopefully, we can come out and play well. It'll be nice being at home, sleeping in our own beds. Adam Central, the girls will play at uh, 3 o'clock next Friday. The boys are going to be playing at uh, – at 4.30, they've got uh, Alliance in, in the opening round uh, next Friday. So it's going to be a Friday-Saturday tournament out of Adams Central. A lot of the teams uh, going through holiday tournaments uh, next week, guys. It's, it's kind of a busy year, but like the coach said, uh, when you come off that moratorium, it, it's not really the best basketball you're going to see all year long, but you can knock off the rust and get ready, I think, for a very busy uh, month of January. Uh, I think any reps early on are, are good reps, whether they're, you know, uh, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. It's yep. it's gonna just playing basketball and, and getting the the feet underneath you. I was just looking at your schedule ahead of ahead of the new year, and I mean, you, you have a kind of a, a decent January, but I think it's really that end of January into February that that's the meat of your schedule, wouldn't you say? I yeah. Mean, right is. now, you got four or five teams that are five and one: Minden, Hastings, Saint Cecilia, obviously, and and some other teams in there, Carney Catholic. So yep. yeah, we've uh, you know we've we've always played a lot of those teams, but being in the Central Ten Conference, we've really scheduled a lot of tougher teams, and it's it's been good for us and um i think greg would attest to that too just playing some of those tougher teams gets you ready for that postseason play and um you know obviously it's uh, they're tough games but it's it is what it is and so we're we're excited we got a good team that we can feel like we can play with all of those teams but it's um you know it's January into January, February gets gets to be uh, the the rough part, yeah, for sure. What does it uh, What does it look like the Central Conference gonna gonna be? That uh, tournament comes around you know, the end of January. There, you won it last year, first time since what ninety four, I think we yeah. discovered. Yep. What does What does it look like this year? Do you think it defend that? Uh, you know, we'd love to, and 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 that's obviously the goal. But uh, you know, we've got a lot of really good teams. You know, Seward's tough this year. Um, Grand Island Northwest is playing really well, kind of surprising uh, me especially, but they've been playing well. Um, Crete's good. They've got a big girl that's tough and. You know, York's always, t- you know, they're always kind of a, a never know what you're going to get with them as far as uh, just the way they shoot the ball and, and their athletic is all get out. So um, a lot of really good teams and, um, you know, we just we got to get out there and compete and, and hopefully you get a good draw and, on one side of the bracket and uh, give yourself a chance. Big picture, C1, what do you see out there? And I think uh, everybody's chasing, chasing Lincoln Christian right now. And then after that, it's, uh, you know, there's I think that two through six is really tight. And um, I feel like we're kind of in that mix. Um, Minden's obviously good. Gothenburg's good. A lot of good basketball right around here. You know, it's it's just really good ball. And so exciting for us. You know, it's good for the, the state of Nebraska to have some good basketball here. Um, and, you know, obviously at, at all different levels, I think there's a lot of good ball around here. All right, what does Santa Claus need to bring uh, the Adams Central girls basketball team, Coach? Uh, just consistency. You know, that's that's a big part of it right now with, I think, girls basketball in general, just making sure we're we're doing those uh, little things every day that uh, help us get us better. And, uh, you know, obviously you got to hit a few shots, too. That helps. 
All right, again, uh, the Patriots will be off now uh, until they uh, swing into action uh, next Friday at their holiday tournament at home. They've got uh, Boone Central uh, next Friday at 3 o'clock. The Adams Central boys will play the 4.30 game against the Lions. Coach, always uh, good to catch up with you. I know we've done a lot of your games uh, throughout the year so far. we got got uh, more coming up after the first of the year. Have a good holiday, and uh, we'll catch you, I guess, uh, next weekend, I guess. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yep, that's Evan Smith. He's the head girls basketball coach for the Adams Central Patriots. Again, Adams Central 7-1 and one on the, the season. They knocked off uh, York last night by the score of 53-47. to 47. So there we go, guys. Our first... Uh, Tipping our toes into the, uh, the 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 water, so to speak, for uh, the winter sports scene. Adam Central playing uh, very well. Like I said, I've done a lot of their games so far this year. They're uh, playing very well out of the gates. Yeah, one of a one of a couple teams that are off to good starts on the girls' side. Nick, I know you did some research on on what that looked like right now. Yeah, and I mean, just speaking on Adam Central real quick, I saw them against uh, Gothenburg in that top ten battle, and uh, they played. Really well. The most impressive part, I guess, was the adjustments in game that they were able to make those and uh, take care of Gothenburg, a tough one. Like uh, Evan said, I mean, you know, possibly a top six team in the state. But uh, and just kind of looking around the area as far as the girls go, um, some numbers that pop out for scoring leaders: Riley Scott, uh, she's averaging 13.1 points per game. Deschler's off to a six and zero start and. I mean, like Evan said, just a lot of good basketball around the area. We have six teams that are five and one or better in the area, and so I mean, we're kind of just dipping our toes, like Mike said, into the winter season. But uh, we're off to a good start. It's been some pretty good basketball. And I know Minden's one of those teams, you know, coming off that volleyball championship. But they have been without Maddie Camry, one of their their star players early on this season. She had mono. Uh, had to sit out. I think she had an, an enlarged spleen, so she had to, to take some time away, and, and I think she just started practicing last week. So um, I know they've been, they haven't been full strength, so we'll see what Minden here can do. They've had a, a great start other than the loss on opening night to a good Southern Valley team. So that's one of the teams to watch, obviously. And, and then we've got another St. Cecilia year, you know, they coming off a fifth straight title game appearance. I mean, um, they, they have a big injury early on, but I think, you know, they're in good shape at 5-1 and one, uh, ahead of their holiday tournament out in, in Kearney. So there's been some teams, uh, especially early on, that have been impressive, and we'll see how things continue. Marcus, he was out and about uh, last night. I think you uh, got to see uh, Sandy Creek, Donovan Trumbull last night, right? Yes, I did. Um, the Sandy Creek girls um, came out on top of, over Donovan Trumbull and a, and a, or actually, excuse me, Donovan Trumbull girls on top of Sandy Creek girls, but my goodness, uh, Emma Fisher for Sandy Creek is she only averages nine points per game, and she scored in 28 last night, and 13 of those came in the first quarter alone out of her team's 17 total points. So, a big night for Emma Fisher. It's, um, so, and then on the boys' side, it was that was kind of the we thought it was going to be the good matchup in the night. You know, undefeated Sandy Creek and five and one Donovan Trumbull. It just it was too much Donovan Trumbull last night. Um, Jack Poppy went off for 17 points, and Parker Volk went off for 18. Um, just 8-0 run to start the game, and it's really just kind of, kind of just Donovan Trumbull was on cruise control after that. So. Pretty exciting ball games for both of them, actually. So it was yeah. a pretty fun night. Yeah, we had uh, Donovan Trumbull uh, against Saints Cecilia a week ago, and the Poppy kid is very, very good. You know, he yeah. one of the top players in the area. I don't care how old he is, guys. He, he's a good basketball player. I think he was our first freshman ever to yep. be our our Tribland Player of the Year last season. So, yeah, very impressive, very impressive resume so far. I know both his parents were college athletes, so he's got the genes, and uh, and he's doing really well a year and a half into it. 
Uh, you're listening to uh, the Tailgaters show here from the Adams County Fairgrounds and Hastings. We are here because of the uh, Goodfellows program put on by the uh, Hastings Tribune. We'll be talking with uh, Laura in just a couple of minutes about uh, what the Goodfellows are all about and about all these uh, boxes that uh, we've got sitting here in our uh, building here at the Adams County Fairgrounds as we uh, continue to talk some uh, girls basketball. And uh, Greg Barrents from uh, Hastings St. Cecilia is going to join us for a couple of minutes. Coach, good to see you. Well, thanks for having me on. I didn't really know what I'm getting myself into here, but uh, all you a lot do, of familiar faces. Yeah. yeah all you got to do is uh, talk about your basketball team. It's uh, it's easy to do right now because you guys, uh, another team is rolling along. Just uh, one loss so far in the season. You are six games in, five and one in the year. Talk about the first six. Yeah, uh, echoing what I just heard, you're going to learn a lot about your team. Every year is different. We had a lot of success last year. Heck, we've had a lot of success the last several years, but uh, – seems like every time I talk to you, we're always, we never seem to get any older. We always seem to have a bunch of young girls playing. So uh, there's always going to be growing pains, and this year's no different than that. Uh, there's a lot of things that we have to get better at, just little things. Um, and like I said, a lot of that's going to deal with you know, maturing. You had a, they dealt you a blow early. The, the basketball gods, they, they dealt you a blow early, Coach. Even before the season started, you lost uh, one of your, your main girls before you even uh, tipped it off this year. How much of an impact uh, uh, has that been on your basketball team? Yeah, Abby was probably about three or four point a game score last year for us, but she was also I mean, some of the size that we don't have a lot of size to begin with, and she's someone that could really defend. And physically, she could come and compete as a sophomore physically, and this year we were hoping for her to take a bigger step and, yeah, one minute into a Jamboree game, she's done for the year. So we're kind of scrambling a little bit. Um, some different girls kind of maybe taking on some different roles. Your sets look a little bit different. People having to do some different things. But uh, uh, it's going to be one of those things that uh, you hope you're going to continue to get better. And in the past, we have. It's just that uh, we 5-1 and one now. I'm looking ahead at the schedule a little bit, and there's not uh, a lot of freebies there. It's going to start getting really tough. Yeah, you got a lot of uh, C1 opponents coming up. You got a, a Class B uh, school coming up to uh, Northwest. So, yeah, your schedule is uh, it has it remains the same. It's, it's been tough for the last uh, several years, and this year is no different. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to get you ready for postseason play. Uh, we can't really look at the picture. We kind of have to take care of what we can in the moment. I mean, we we literally just need to focus on practice tomorrow, uh, and then finish out Friday. We'll take a little breather and then get ready for York. So. Uh, our holiday tournament seemed like we play York in the first round quite a bit, and then we'll get the winner or the other teams between Amherst and Carney Catholic, which aren't slouches either. So it's a really strong holiday tournament. It's going to kind of set the stage for January. Yeah, you guys uh, play over to Carney Catholic for your holiday tournament. We saw York last night, Coach. Uh, they got a couple of uh, great athletes on that team, the, the Port Wines. It uh, seemed like there's been a Port Wine at uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. York here for the last uh, several years, but they got another one, and she's pretty good too. Plus the coach's daughter, she's not too bad either. I'll, I'll give you a quick scouting report on York. Well, yeah, um, I know they don't have a lot of size, but I know they're pretty talented and skilled and they can really shoot it. So it's really going to be up to us. That's kind of been our, our deal. We're pretty athletic and pretty quick. Right now our biggest issue is putting the ball in the basket at times. So uh, we're going to be kind of chasing around about two or three girls that can really shoot it, and we'll, we'll give them all we got. I mean, last year we came in with a lot of unknowns. We played them down to a single-digit game uh, down to the wire. So you never know what's going to happen after a holiday break, after everyone doesn't meet for a few days. So I know the one thing, our girls will play hard. Coach, looking at that Bishop Newman game, that second game of the year, I know it's tough to, to yeah, come off against. Yeah, you had against. to bring that one up. That's I know. the one I knew. I know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that one thing we can we can pick at. Uh, you know, it, it, is, it just stands out. I mean, what 
what about that game? You know, as the second game of the year, it's it's tough to tough to get things going early. Yeah, I know there's a lot of expectations. Uh, I remember like two years ago we were playing at Amherst Holiday Tournament. We lost one game. I think it was the SCOTUS that by a point. The first thing Doug Duda says is, Greg, what happened in that SCOTUS game? <laughs> what happened in the other six games after that? <laughs> Those things just kind of linger on throughout the no. year. They, they always go back to that, that one loss. Yeah. Huh? Seriously, uh, Newman's a tough place to play. Um, they're down in C2. Uh, they're they're really they're going to be really tough. They pretty much hit everybody back, and it was a team that looked like they were firing on all cylinders, and we looked kind of like a group that was a little lost. Um, and honestly, it's probably good for us. You know, it's, it kind of lets you know right away we got a lot of work to do. Um, but then again, our opening weekend between them and Scotus usually shows that right away anyway. So um, it was kind of a perfect storm. We didn't shoot well. We didn't defend well. We didn't get back in transition very well. Uh, I don't know what we did well in that game. Um, those are all bad points. <laughs> you don't execute in those three or four areas, yeah. Coach. Uh, I don't like your chances and to I win a game. Kind of grasping the straws at that point, but yeah, hey, we we did learn a little bit about it, and we bounced back the next weekend. Well, it was uh, I think it was two years ago, three years ago, maybe that you I think you maybe had lost to Newman early in the year, and then you saw him in the district final and and played him in York. I, I know I went to that game, and, and you end up beating them to get to state. But um, you know what? Did, what characteristics about your team, about this team specifically this year? You know, have you believing that this is another group that that could make it make it to Lincoln and and have a run at a maybe an appearance in a sixth straight final? Well, I I'm not gonna put the cart in front of the horse there, but I I do think it's a team that does have some experience, and uh, I mean coming into this year and and throughout the summer you can kind of tell like all right we kind of understand how things should work a little bit better we kind of understand how varsity sports I mean literally last year we were playing three freshmen this year they're sophomores but they're still sophomores so. Um, it's, it's a group that, that's going to get battle-tested. Like, we don't really have a choice with our conference. We either have to kind of rise to the occasion or we're kind of going to get left in the dust. So um, the goal for us every year is to make it to state. If you're lucky enough to get there, it's kind of a crapshoot. It's kind of about matchups, who's hot, um, who stays injury-free, things like that. So um, this group's goals, they said they want to go to state. We have a lot of work left to do um, to get there. But there is talent and there is ability to do something like that. Coach, the last couple of years that uh, you have been my ticket to the uh, state yeah. tournament. You You're welcome. Prolong, yeah. <laughs> you prolong my season by a week or so. If you get into the state tournament, I, I've got you booked in oh. here already. I got my rooms reserved for uh, Lincoln this year. Pressure's on. You know, I, I get that all the time. The people are like, "Man, I can't wait to watch you guys in March." It's like, you guys don't follow <laughs> us from November to like February and sixty practices and twenty-five games until you get there. I'm like, it's a lot harder than that. Even when you know, when we had, you know. The Tory Thomases, the McKenna Ashers, and the Bailey Kissingers. These Lexi are groups. Burton, yeah, yeah. They, these are the groups that are like, well, you guys are, we're, we're inking you in. And I'm like, it's not that easy, you know. I mean, in, in those those games, those those teams, we're in overtime away from not playing in a final. We're 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 a possession or two away. I mean, it, it's so razor thin. Whether it's D1, C2, or C1, if you get down to that final four. That final eight it gets incredibly difficult. So. Yeah, that's that's something we haven't talked about. Uh, Saints and so you back in C two. You kind of been bouncing between uh, G one and C two. You played C one, I think, a couple of years. Three straight years, different yeah. class. Yeah, yeah. It really doesn't make too much difference, does it? Yeah, it was it was nice of Dolliver to pencil us in right at the bottom of C two. <laughs> I know we, we we won the tiebreaker from I think the classifications to get there. It doesn't really matter. The only thing that really changes is the districts. Last year when we were D one. Uh, we were playing against area schools we don't really play very often. Now it's kind of familiar faces in, in Sutton, Wood River, and Donovan Trumbull. So, um, you know, we love to get to the point where we can we could host again. But like I said, we got a long ways to go. And if we can get to a sub-district game, uh, that's our, our, our 
district final game, I mean, that that's always the goal to give us a chance to get to state. I was going to say, we, we talked about how tough scheduling, you know, how coaches want to have the tough schedule. I watched Sandy Creek play last night. They're 1-6, but the way they look last night, they look better than a 1-6 ball club. But I'm also, I was talking about Lincoln Christian. you got Lincoln Christian, Northwest, Minden, Kearney Catholic. I mean, Superior, those five games, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, you know. I mean, just talk about the, the, the pretty much the heart of your schedule right there as you can prepare, to, you know, right for the conference uh, tournament. We're going to learn a lot about ourselves, to be honest with you. I mean, we can't judge everything just by a win and a loss. Right. Uh, heard before, Lincoln Christian is is right now their role, and you could tell after the way last year ended and they had everybody coming back that they were going to be kind of a force to be reckoned with. I'd probably say in Centennial they're probably head and shoulders the top team. After that, I mean, it's it's pretty tough, probably two through six or seven, no matter what. I mean. Last year we were a one seed. I granted a pretty inexperienced young one seed, and we played, you know, Carney Catholic for the third time, and Bishop Newman for the second time. So these are these are tough teams. They have a lot of pride. Um, Northwest is Class B. I saw they had a win over Malcolm here recently. They're they're winning games. Minden's playing really well, and Carney Catholic seems to, you know, just pull, I don't know, six footers out of the halls and just plug them in. I mean, I think they have three more this year, so it's it's going to be tough. Um, keep the kids as confident as we can and say, listen, we're still building towards something in, in February and, you know, keep our composure and keep building towards that. Yeah, I think that's uh, seven games in a row, all with uh, winning records, Coach. You're going to be uh, have seven games in a row right now anyway. Uh, you're going to be facing uh, teams uh, with winning records, so that's uh, definitely going to be a tough stretch. So that'll be uh, the month of January for the uh, St. Cecilia Hawkins. As, again, they will uh, take a few days off. They'll play in the Kearney Catholic uh, tournament uh, next Friday. And uh, it'll be uh, the York Dukes as you'll face the uh, York Dukes. And the other part of the uh, bracket is Carney Catholic and Amherst, too. I think they won what? They won volleyball in class D1. Is that right? Uh, no, but they were there. They were there. Yeah. Are you sure they didn't win D1? Uh, I'll have to double check. Nick, you could look. I, I know the, they were in SEM the won one of those games. D2. Was that D2? That was D2. Then, then Amherst might have won it. championship there. Well, I know they, anyway. have, they have a lot of kids. They have a senior guard that's really a point guard that's probably going to average around 20 points a game. They'll be tough, too. So it's just kind of the way, way it goes. So. All right, Greg Barrett, the uh, head coach for the uh, Saints to say Hawkins. I told you it was going to be uh, painless, my man. It uh, won't make it painless for you here. So Sounds good. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys always following us around and uh, – all the, all the positive coverage and all that too. For I mean, for being in Hastings, the amount of media we have at games, we kind of joke about it. Schools like, yeah, I mean, we probably have more in Hastings colleges half the time. So, <laughs> what what's can what can Santa Claus bring uh, your basketball team, Coach? Uh... I would say some made threes. I would say a few more buckets. That that's it. As as a shooter, it's it's painful sometimes when we have wide open looks and they're not going in. It's just one of those things that. It's going to happen eventually. I think we're, we're too good for it now. Santa Claus will bring you a shooting guide on uh, shooting a three-point field goal attempt if you're, you're, if you're good here. Either that or we can bring you uh, some coal and put it in your bucket for, uh, for uh, Christmas this uh, year. I was going to say those, those were some key things at, at State last year. You had Emery Vargas come off the bench, hit a few key threes. You had Avery Kissinger obviously had a great freshman year. Uh, I can't imagine she's straying too far away from the gym uh, during this break. So either of those girls. So. Absolutely, and get a, get a few more to follow elsewhere, get some confidence, hopefully the ball will start rolling.
Okay, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Greg. Greg. Barrett, the uh, head coach for the uh, St. Josiah Hawkins. Again, St. Josiah is sitting at 5-1 and one on the season. The Hawkins with wins over Scotus, Donovan Trumbull, Blue Hill, Sutton, and Fillmore Central last night, winning by the score of 54-14. to 14. Their one loss we talked about, losing to a Bishop Newman by the score of 47-24. to 24. You're listening to the uh, Tribune Tailgate Talk Show. We're live tonight. From the Adams County Fairgrounds in Hastings. And the show tonight brought to you by the uh, Hastings Tribune. That's because they're the, kind of the mainstay here for the Hastings Goodfellows program. Uh, they're putting together their annual campaign now of providing boxes of food and toys to family during the holidays uh, here in uh, Hastings. You guys were busy uh, throughout the afternoon as you were stuffing the uh, the boxes, and we're going to bring in uh, Laura Beam in with us here on our uh, Tribune Tailgate Talk Show. She kind of spearheads this uh, for you guys out at the Tribune. Take her away, guys. Let's talk about uh, the good fellow, shall we? Laura's our MVP. Uh, she's She's been running this thing I don't know how many years now. I've, I've been involved for five, six, seven years. I don't know exactly. I probably got thrown into it right when I got to the Tribune, but um, yeah, Laura Laura's our MVP, so uh, what is it, Vice President of, of Goodfellows, Laura? Something like that. Chief Elf. Chief Elf, yeah. You're, you're the, the chief gift giver. And um, let, let's run through some history here, Laura. Maybe you can, you can remind me of the history of Goodfellows, uh, when this thing started and, and how, it's, how it's turned out. Sure. Goodfellows started at the Hastings Tribune in 1926 uh, when Adam Breed, the publisher, kind of got together with folks there at the Tribune and said, you know, we need to help out the people in our community, and they came up with names and started delivering presents and making magic happen. You've got some family history in, in Goodfellas, right? I mean, you discovered this a few years ago. You found, what is it, a, a check or a, a receipt, something like that, that, that showed some family depth there? Yes, somebody was keeping very good track of donations. Somebody was keeping the books, and there was a donation from my great-grandfather. So what did that mean to you to see that that had had been you know impacted so many years ago but now that you're you know you're in this tradition as well? I think it just shows what a special place Hastings is and the way the community supports something like this just the longevity of this program. Let's talk uh, numbers. I I look out here, like you said, you guys were busy uh, throughout the afternoon, and we're in the, the western part of the, the main building here, and uh, this place is jammed, Lord. Talk about uh, the numbers. What do we see out there? Yeah, I've got my stat sheet, so I'm ready. That's all right. uh, That's good. You're dealing with a bunch of sports <laughs> just people. Just like Russ Batenhorst. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we like stats. We're sports people. Yep. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm prepared. I hope I know what I'm doing here. Uh, this year we're serving 305 households within Adams County, and that uh, comes out to be 758 people. All right, so is that number up, or is that something like this that stays steady throughout the years? Or Nope, this year we're up about 100 applications. Wow. Mm-hmm. So about uh, up about 200 people. Um, this year we're, we, I counted it out, there are 277 kids receiving gifts. Does, does this place feel more full to you than it has? I mean, you see all the wrapping paper sticking out of these boxes. Does it feel more full in here? Ooh, I don't know. Not right now. Everything's packaged so nice and tidy, and we've got things kind of cleaned up. Uh, Tuesday morning, though, I'll tell you, we had two, uh, 12,939 food items delivered, uh, and that took up a lot of room, and you kind of see these pallets that are seven feet tall. 
was yep. going to say, what about the shopping carts that were all you know, sitting over there? Yeah, 20 shopping carts full of groceries ready to go. Um, yeah, so that was kind of overwhelming when you start adding up your grocery list and you've got 676 boxes of mac and cheese. Uh, it's daunting to then put it all in a shopping cart. So this this process started earlier in the week, uh, Tuesday, and now it, it's Wednesday, and I know you still got some stuff going on throughout the week. So how's this uh the process actually started. I know you, you people uh, donate to the uh, Goodfellows. You see it in uh, the Hastings Tribune, the, the list of donations. So that's really where it starts, right? Yeah. We kind of open up our donations uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Um, I think people shift quickly to the Christmas spirit at that point. So that's kind of when our donations start. Um, we accept applications uh, like beginning November 1st until the 30th. So that's kind of that's all taken care of. Everybody is selected. They've been notified if they're receiving a box. Um, so all that goes on behind the scenes, all those donations. And then Monday is when it really got started. Um, we have great volunteers. Sertoma came and helped get all these boxes put together and lined up. Uh, yesterday we had volunteers from Rotary. We had the Blue Valley Blazers 4-H Club. We had some different local businesses that helped out. And as you guys heard, the basketball team was here earlier. All these boxes, obviously, they're not all the same. Is that right? They're, they're different? or Right. So we have boxes for families of one to two people, three to five, and then six plus. So obviously a bigger family needs a little more food. I, I see a lot of bread out there. Everybody needs bread, don't Every, they? Everybody gets bread. Everybody gets peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, what are, what are some of the items or what's the, what's the um, premise behind, you know, the, the items that families do receive? The idea is that everybody will receive food for kind of a traditional Christmas meal. They'll get a certificate to go pick up a ham. Um, then they've got rolls, they've got potatoes, uh, green bean casserole ingredients, all of that for, for a Christmas meal. And then enough food for about a week, probably mac and cheese, um, tuna helper, yeah, peanut butter and jelly, all the good stuff. Like all you single guys, that that sounds like a, a great works uh, a week's worth of meal right there. You got mac and cheese, you got a little peanut butter, got a little bread. You you single guys, you'd live like a king for a week, wouldn't you? I've I've gotten some leftovers from from Goodfellows before, <laughs> so you know I'm not going to complain about a, a loaf of bread and some peanut butter. But um, no, it, it's been great. You know, I, I've helped out with this for for a number of years. I know Nick um, has been in it longer than I have. Uh, Nick, Laura, and myself are on the board. Uh, for Goodfellows, and, and we, you know, we host meetings from time to time just to kind of really, really just around, you know, this time a few weeks prior just to, to iron some details out to, uh, to see what items, you know, maybe need um, a bump in, a bump in uh, quantity or, or uh, something that needs to be taken off. So um, we do get together and, and figure these things out, and, and it does come out to, to be a great process every year, and we, we learn new things every year, I think. Uh, the process has changed, you know, five times the, the five times that I've helped out or, or whatever it's been. So we, we're always learning new things, and um, we're always, you know, blessed, I guess, to be in this position to be able to, to take care and, and offer our help to the, the less fortunate. Laura, if people uh, maybe uh, missed out on donating to a good fellows either with a uh, with a gift or a, a monetary donation, can they still do that for a 2023? They sure can. Um, you know, we talked about it. Toys are already packed up and ready to go, but we are still accepting uh, cash donations, checks. Um, those can be taken to the Tribune, mailed, whatever. Um, we also have a place to donate online on our website. Um, 
yeah, and we take donations, you know, through the end of the year, really, and all of that money goes towards our grocery bill. It'd be a big grocery bill. You go in and buy all this stuff, huh? It's it's pretty big, uh, you know. But we're happy to do it, and and like we said, the donations are are the ones that that take care of it. It's the people collectively that that help us out with with uh, this process. The community has been great. I mean, we had sixty plus volunteers, I think, last night to to load the boxes with the groceries and unload them. So. Um, yeah, when you get a basketball team out here, I mean, that's that's pretty cool to, to see a team come together and, and another um, element of the community that, that can help us with this process. They, they didn't send you guys out and do the uh, grocery shopping, did they? No, no. Thankfully, Laura, I think, handles that. She she does the ordering and, and all the coordination. But, but Nick and myself and, and Laura as well and Darren, our boss, we, we do a lot of the un, unloading and unpacking and separating and stuff. So it is a lot of manual labor the next two days. We'll be doing a lot of heavy lifting with these boxes into um, trunks of cars and and um, things like that. So. Yeah, who, who who makes the deliveries then? Uh, just a cooperative uh, deal here? Uh, more volunteers. We've got people who have been here every year, and we get we've got new people signed up for Saturday. We're still looking for volunteers if people want to deliver. Um, kind of a great way to kick off your holiday weekend and really get in that Christmas spirit to deliver gifts to people in the community. Um, and if you're interested in doing that, we would love to see you. you just come out here to the fairgrounds on Saturday morning, line up around 7.30, We'll fill up your car and send you on your way. All right, so the gifts will be delivered on uh, Saturday morning. So if you're interested in maybe uh, providing a little transportation and uh, deliver some of these things uh, throughout the community, come on out between uh, 7.30 and 8 o'clock here in the fairgrounds. Again, we're in the uh, the western building here. It's uh, real easy to find. Just walk on in, and uh, we'll get you uh, taken care of. Again, uh, serving a lot of great people here for uh, 2023, and uh, I know the Trib does a great job with us each and every year. How long has it been going on? Do we, do we say that? I know it's been going on for a long, long time uh lord might have that in your stats no i i know uh, i've been around for a long time i'm one of the old guys up here and it's been going along for a, a long long time and you guys have done a great job with that each and every year so. i don't know nancy seaton might know but uh you know she, she's the owner of our newspaper but um yeah I, it's got to be is it close to it's 100 close years to 100, like 97 yeah something around something around 100 years maybe just shy of it yeah, but. trips have been around a long time so. yeah 115 something years so yeah it's 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 been a program that's been a part of of this community for a long time and um yeah i mean and going back to the the deliveries all of them are local i mean it's not like you're driving to clay center or anything like that i mean it's all all within hastings uh, city limits so um yeah we appreciate any help that we can get that'll be a saturday morning again between 7 30 and 8 out here at the adams county fairground so uh Again, uh, Lauren, thanks for stopping by and giving us uh, the details on the uh, Goodfellows program. Like I said, you guys uh, do a great job with that, and each and every year there seems to be uh, more and more need uh, throughout the community, right? Yeah, there sure is, and we're so happy to help and happy to be able to help. Uh, speaking of help, Laura, do you need help on football picks next year by chance? <laughs> we couldn't, oh, we couldn't we... let you off the hook before before we talked about the, the fall prep pick contest well I, i'm just happy that laura has agreed to be in the football contest each and every year so i don't have to be the cellar dwellers in this contest like uh, marcus and i were were this year good thing that laura w- was in the contest laura how do you make your picks each and every week uh, poorly <laughs> uh well every year i try to get out of it actually but will continues to send me the list and i begrudgingly send it back 
way past the deadline he's, he's trying to be inclusive you know? uh but yeah you know last year i really kind of stressed myself out trying to do well and <laughs> you know I'm, as the only female in this contest i want to represent and i just I, I was doing my research i was spending way too much time and so i kind of decided like you know i'm just i'm just gonna have fun and pick whoever i feel like and you got clearly, a 50 50 chance of hitting these babies uh, well I, I don't know. I didn't do very good, and so then by the time I was I was getting stressed out, and okay, I got to try a little harder. It was <laughs> too late to catch up. Nick was. Well, yeah, there was Nick, no blew chance. His, Nick blew us out of the water this year. He he won the contest uh, this year, uh, going away, and the rest of us were kind of down there with with Laura, and we're just happy that she was in the contest this year. So. Marcus, didn't you tie with her uh, yeah. at the end of the thing? Yeah, according to your list, I was the bottom dweller this year. That's so. uh, yeah. I think my math was correct, so I think well, you were. Well, that's fine. I think you went by alphabetical quarter. That's why. Well, yeah, of course, but you know, you actually, you're still tied with her record, so. Yeah, with her record, but. You actually tied her for last place, Marcus. I did. I mean, technically, her name is but, ahead of yours anyway, yeah, but, so. But she also went six and four the last week. I went four and six because I had nothing else to lose. I just I picked some upsets, Excuses. and I almost had a couple. So. Yep, last ditch right. efforts. Yep. You know. All right. Well, Laura. Uh, better luck, better luck next year. Well, we'll see if I return. I don't know. Oh, you got to. You can't announce <laughs> your retirement. Yeah, you can't quit like Troy quit fantasy football. I mean, you gotta. Somebody's gotta be in that in that game in the in the household. So. Okay, right. I will make a return, and hopefully, I'll kind of find that sweet spot where I'm not stressing myself out too much about. It. We'll get you some NIL money and, and see if you can stick around. Okay, great. All right. All right, Laura Beam again joining us. He kind of heads up the uh, Hastings Goodfellows with the uh, Hastings Tribune. Again, that's the reason we're out here at the Adams County Fairgrounds tonight. They put together all these uh, great boxes that they'll be delivering again to uh, some needy families uh, in the Hastings community coming up on Saturday. Again, if you'd like to provide uh, transportation, you can do that. Come on out Saturday morning uh, anytime between 7.30 and 10.00 or 7.30 and uh, 8 o'clock, and they'll get you uh, handled with the, uh, the good fellows. So, again, we're talking uh, we're talking a little uh, basketball. We've talked to two of the head coaches so far, and Evan Smith from Adams Central, Greg Barrett from uh, Hastings St. Cecilia. But, guys, uh, we've been busy. Like we said, this is uh, our first show for the winter sports season, but in the last couple of weeks, you guys have been seeing uh, a lot throughout the area. We've had uh, some swimming. We've had uh, some wrestling. Of course, Hastings College has been in action. What have you guys uh, been seeing around the area as far as uh, the winter sports scene? Yeah, uh, just some of the things that kind of stand out, uh, kind of giving an overview overview of what has happened. I mean, we have two uh, undefeated boys teams, uh, Fillmore Central. They're still behind their football team's winning streak so far, <laughs> but uh, they are 7-0 and uh, right now, as is Shelton. Shelton's Ashton Simmons is averaging 28.3 points per game, which is astounding. I, I'm very anxious to get to see him at some point. Uh, it up. Yeah, and the whole team is. I mean, they're averaging 71 points a game. They have another 20-point score. Hey, that's insane. I mean, it's very exciting basketball, fun to see. Um, Sam Sourdyke is 25 points per game, and Garrett Johnson uh, is at 21 for uh, – I forgot to write that down. Sorry about that, Garrett. But, uh, I mean, obviously – You're doing great, Garrett. You're doing great. You are, yeah. And there's uh, some great uh, basketball out there. Those are the 20-point scorers in the area as far as uh, people that turn in their – stats to max preps but we mentioned some girls basketball obviously a lot of standouts and like mike said wrestling minden and fillmore central are both in the top 10 in their respective classes and class c 
Oren Keen is number one at his weight class for Minden at uh, 150 pounds, and Jackson Turner for Fillmore Central is number one at 190. So obviously a lot of fun to watch there in that Class C uh, with those two area powerhouses, I guess, right now. And then swimming, uh, we did have um, Abby Fish had the second fastest time in the state in the 50 freestyle and the third fastest time in the 100. So a lot of excitement there. She's obviously a veteran, uh, no, has been at state and meddled and uh, obviously carrying an impressive women's team. I think they won several meets in a row, uh, according to head coach Charles Scribner. But, yeah, that's that's kind of <laughs> an overview of what's been going on. And, I mean, there's a lot. Girl, girls wrestling, uh, that's oh, yeah. one of the, the newer sports for the NSAA. What have you guys seen uh, in girls wrestling? Anybody uh, cover that, and uh, what have you seen out of that? I've got one name for you, Mike, uh, Caden Sip. She's at Adam Central. She was uh, the bronze medalist last season, and uh, she's only that was only her freshman year. She's a sophomore this year. Uh, she's definitely the one that I've got my eye on the most. But um, I, I've been really impressed, actually, with, with a few of these teams in the area. You know, we've got... I think Wood River, Minden, um, just to name a few that have, have full lineups. I mean, they've got, you know, 15, 20, 25 girls out for their wrestling team. Um, so it's definitely a growing sport. I know they had about 1,000 girls out um, last last winter season. I'm sure that number has skyrocketed again this year. The NSAA, I know, is talking about eventually, probably next year, hosting a separate tournament from the boys' tournament. They, they, there's a lot of logistic to that. They're talking about making a... Uh, another class you know so you have a class a girls class b girls so a lot of growth within that sport um but yeah i mean caden sip is for sure one name that i can tell you uh right now is the one that i i keep the most eye on but i know minden had a lot of success last year too they have some girls on their team that uh, were state qualifiers and made some runs so that's definitely a sport that's growing in this area and and throughout statewide of course uh, today was a, a big day as far as uh High school seniors uh, making national letters of intent uh, official. Uh, we've we had a couple of uh, people in the area make uh, headlines here today. Yeah, Caden Fry from um, Red Cloud. He he officially put his name to paper today. He's going to sign with the University of South Dakota up in Vermilion. He's going to go play football for the Coyotes up there. Um, I would say that's a pretty pretty tough conference up there for for FCS level with the Missouri Valley. And it seems like every year they've had at least one team, if not sometimes two you know make the fcs national championship game and for south dakota's uh sake uh, their rival south dakota state is in the fcs uh national championship this year against the big sky champion in montana so uh congrats to Caden fry and i talked to um his high school football coach jason hell uh, earlier today and and he believes that's the first uh red cloud kid in almost probably nearly 30 years that has signed a, a to play division one ball um uh, from red cloud and he said it I think the last time before that was probably, I think, in the late 60s, early 70s under either Bob Devaney or Tom Osborne. So it's, it's a quite a big deal for those uh, that young man down there at Red Cloud. The, kid's, the kid is six foot six, and I saw him, like we were talking about earlier this year with the fall sports season, like this Red Cloud beat rider at the time, and I saw him four or five, six times. And that, that, kid, can, that kid can get up in the air, get those 50-50 balls. I think South Dakota got a, got a, good, got a good get out of that, this kid from uh, Red Cloud. What do they uh, visualize him uh, being there at the South Dakota? Uh, they, I was talking to Helter, Coach Helter earlier, and he says I won't be surprised they try to get him, get get him more weight, a little more weight on him. But they're trying to get him for one of those who's good, uh, like a reception, like 
you need like a third and third and five. He's a he's a good ca- uh, pass catcher. Um, maybe one of those. I do a, a deep fade in the end zone. Maybe get those fifty fifties. I mean, they they think he's gonna. I think be be something special up there. Yeah, just throw it in the corner of the end zone. Use his frame. Get up there and they catch the ball. That's what those big tall wide receivers are used for. No matter what level they're at, just throw it into the end zone and let him uh, go up there for the jump ball in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, piggybacking off of that, we also had uh, Jake Ryan of Minden sign Division One with Wake Forest. Um, so ACC school, I mean, you know, a kid from Minden going to an ACC school out in uh, Winston-Salem, uh, North Carolina. Um, you know, I, t- I spoke with Coach Jeb Hatch, and he, he can't recall. He's been the head coach there for seven years, um, but uh, he can't recall a, a football player or a, a, a boys athlete there at Minden that's gone Division One. In, in quite some time. I know there's been some girls, you know, the Kissingers that have, you know, played at Nebraska and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, as far as boys go, he couldn't he couldn't come up with a name. So, um, you know, congrats to Jake Ryan. I'm actually speaking with him here uh, in, in a little little while. But, um, yeah, to go to Division One out of a, a Class C1 school is, is quite an accomplishment. I, they think – I think they recruited him as more of a safety type. Uh, you know, he's, an, he's a great athlete in, in high school, and he's, he's – still playing basketball out there for the whippets, but he was quarterback and cornerback because he had to be um, as their best athlete, which which normally that's what happens in, in high school football. But, um, yeah, Division One for Jake Ryan. Quickly, Wake Forest nickname? Demon Deacons. Ah, good job. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, they've got an interesting mascot. So uh, I read a story about how that came about. I can't can't come up with it off the top of my head here, but it is an interesting mascot. So. I, I was looking for the applause, but since uh, it's just uh, you and I, we, we don't have any applause to uh, to give you, but very good on the uh, the Demon Deacons. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, Hastings College, the Bronco men, they have been playing over in Hawaii. Uh, no. I, I Shouldn't you be there, Mike? I, I yeah. should be there, but I had to get back to the <laughs> show. I, I didn't want to uh, miss the show, so I... Uh, decided to stay home. Anyway, they, they lost to Hawaii Hilo, which is an exhibition game on Monday. Yesterday, uh, they lost to uh, Olivet Nazarene by the score of 85-75. to 75. If uh, people are listening and haven't seen the uh, Broncos in action yet, go out and see the men's basketball team. Reggie Thomas, this kid's a uh, sophomore out of Omaha. He's won like the GPAC Player of the Week now for the, the second or third week in a row. Had 22 points in the uh, ball game yesterday against uh, Olivet Nazarene. He's good. He, he's averaging like 25 points per game. And as, as long as he can continue to throw shots down the hole, Hastings is going to be a contender, I think, this year. Uh, guys in the, in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Uh, well, I was going to ask you. You're the one that, that's been there. We haven't, able to, haven't been able to get out to a Hastings College game at, at Lynn Farrell Arena. So, you know, you followed these, these Broncos through their season so far. 6-0 in GPAC, which is, you know, leading the conference right now. Reggie's averaging 25. Tell me about the Broncos, Mike. Well, we went up to uh, Dort, and that's some place that we have not won. We've got, like, one win. We're 1-19 up at uh, Dort uh, in, the, in all the, the history we've been playing this team. We go up there, it was uh, two Saturdays ago, and uh, we pick up a big win, and I think the, the Dort people were shocked. You're not supposed to go in <laughs> to Sioux Center, Iowa, and beat the Dort defenders. Anyway, yeah. we got the job done. That was a big win. Now their, their month of January is going to be the key. They play a, a bunch of tough teams, and we lead things off right away when they come back from, from the break. The first conference game is going to be at home against Morningside. That'll be a, a tough game. So that'll be uh, for the Hastings College uh, men. The, the women, they – need uh, some scoring a little bit. They, they struggle a little bit uh, from the field. 
Uh, we might have some news for you coming up after the, the first of the year regarding that. Might get a little help uh, for the uh, Broncos coming up after the first of the year. So Hastings uh, right now sitting at 5-7 and seven in the season. They went down to uh, Panhandle State of Oklahoma yesterday and beat uh, this team 74-27. to 27. They drove all the way to uh, Oklahoma, and they beat this team 74-27. to Mariah Avila, who's a, a sophomore out of Scotts Bluff, she finished with a career-high 30 points. She knocked down eight three-pointers, which ties the school record set by Carly Stuckey. Remember Carly Stuckey back in 2004? She has the uh, school record for uh, eight three-pointers. That uh, record was tied yesterday by Mariah Avila. So the Bronco women sitting at 5-7 and seven on the season. They'll be off until January the 2nd when they play host to uh, Bellevue University. Tip-off of that game is going to be at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sure the place will be jammed on the January 2nd and playing a uh, 2 o'clock game at uh, Lynn Farrell Arena. Yeah, the uh, Hastings College men have been impressive. Hastings College women, um, you know, they just don't, like you said, they don't have a score. I mean, Avila provided that yesterday, but it hasn't been consistent. I mean, they haven't they don't have a, a They don't have a go-to player. No, they don't, and so. that's that's the whole thing. I mean, they've got a bunch of, bunch of players. Gina puts a bunch of players in there in the lineup and just can't – quite find the right mix and they don't have a, a, a player like Doan's Matt Catcliffe that can go and just get a bucket when you need it and she does it all the time. Interesting story here guys. Reggie Thomas, the Broncos leave for Hawaii on Sunday, right? Reggie Thomas figures out on Saturday he forgot his ID. And as you guys well know, when you get on an airplane you need to have an ID. Well, Omaha Ron Colley happened to be playing a Saturday in that Hastings College Holiday Hoops Classic. Reggie finds out that uh, he didn't have his ID to get on the airplane. So they make contact with a guy from Omaha, Ron Colley. They get Reggie's ID out of his room. They bring the ID to the Omaha Ron Colley coach who immediately after the game went back to uh, Omaha. They met up with Reggie to get Reggie his ID so he could get on the airplane uh, the following morning, and everything was all right. But Reggie was sitting there in the hotel with no ID, with the tickets to fly to Hawaii the following morning, and obviously our best player uh, was in deep trouble, maybe not even <laughs> making that trip. So what a bummer that would have been, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Not only are you missing a hoops, your your hoops games, but you're missing Hawaii of all places. <laughs> How would me? that be? All of a sudden, you, you can't get on the airplane because I left my ID in Hastings, but. Anyway, everything came out all right, and Reggie played pretty well, and and I'm sure everybody will remember that when they write the, the 2023 season <laughs> recap. Yeah, Reggie, make sure you got your ID. So that's a fun one. Uh, just want to touch quickly on Hastings College women's wrestling. Uh, they're they're ranked at 13 in the in the country, and that's as high as I think they've ever been ranked. So uh, Coach Kararomiki is is doing a great job over there. Uh, I think they have eight individuals uh, ranked in the nation. So uh, they're on the upswing. We talk about you know girls wrestling in Nebraska as a whole, but women's wrestling in college is is popping up everywhere too. There's a handful of programs in Nebraska now. I know Shadron is one of those. Uh, maybe a few other GPAC schools that have them. Maybe Midland. I, I can't recall off the top of my head, but um, you know, and there's only a handful of D1 schools. So a lot of these NAIA schools are getting a lot of the the D1, I guess, talents, if you will. 
um, coming to their program. So I want to give a shout-out to, to the women at Hastings College that are doing wrestling on the mat. Okay, we got the holidays coming up. Again, all the high school uh, basketball teams, virtually all of them, will be involved in uh, somebody's holiday tournament here uh, next week. The moratorium will officially start on Saturday, so no practice, no games Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then a lot of the tournaments will uh, kick off on Thursday. The, the Adam Central Tournament, the St. Cecilia Tournament, will kick off uh, next Friday at their respect. Sites. Hastings High will be playing in their uh, their conference tournament. Kind of something new uh, for the Tigers. They're involved with a, a new conference, so they'll play their their conference tournament here uh, this weekend. They'll start things off this weekend on Friday night, and then uh, they'll finish things off uh, next weekend. So kind of a different twist for the uh, Hastings College schedule. But we'll be busy with that uh, following the new year. We'll uh, be back with this uh, tailgate show. Uh, we'll we'll be somewhere. We'll be somewhere right after the first of the year. You guys uh, enjoy your holiday. Well, I, I noticed that uh, you've got uh, your present already to me from me. You kind of mentioned that Will come in with his uh, brand new sneakers here tonight. You can always tell when somebody gets their new shoes when they they roll in. I mean, there's no scuffs on these babies. Those are bad looking uh, some tennies there, my man. I, I got to keep them in good shape. I, I try not to wear them outside too much. Just you know, got some Nike Dunks. Joined joined to the Nike Dunk family and. Yeah, present for myself. I don't. Uh, I, I like to buy shoes. That's kind of my my one thing. I do splurge on, and uh, this was one of the things that I I had to, to me, do. So. Yeah, to me from me. Why not? They're fresh. They're looking good. Yeah. What's a pair of uh, dunks cost nowadays? A couple hundred bucks. Uh, it depends on which ones you want to go after. These were one hundred and twenty dollars. Um, so, you know, got to got to take care of them and. Um, oh, buying tennis shoes for $120. It's all about looking good, Mike. It's all about looking good, feeling good, and, and I, then you play good. I, I remember and, buying my Skechers for a twelve ninety nine on the uh, discount rack. Well, you, like I said. They, they don't look nearly as good as your 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 dunks, but my Skechers were twelve ninety nine. Yep. Well, <laughs> I've, got, I've got some shoes like that. I just, you know, these these are the ones that. Caught my eye. Marcus, so. what's Santa Claus going to bring you? I don't know yet. I'm, I'm waiting to see. I've, I pretty much spend all myself on myself all the time, so I don't really get much from, from Santa every year. Um, I'll, I'll beat Will. I've actually spent one time $180 on a pair of shoes. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. They've seen me wearing my Red Husker shoes I have. I, when they first came out, I, I spent the $180 on them, and I, like, that's probably the best purchase I've probably done in the last few years. And uh, Nick, uh, Sammy is bringing you a new family. Congratulations, my man. A new family. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, an addition, new addition to the family. Yeah, yeah well. absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and we are very excited. My wife and I uh, are expecting our first child. So uh, in June is the due date. And so we're very happy, very excited. And uh, Well, at least you didn't nervous. have it right in the middle of the sports season. June, we can kind of maneuver around a, a June due date. Uh, very well. Very good job on that. Thank you. Yeah, the baby did good there. And uh, well, it's not like some of these uh, football coaches all of a sudden, uh, uh, or race car drivers. I know we had a couple of them, you guys probably not NASCAR fans, but there was a, a couple of uh, NASCAR drivers that all of a sudden Returned to leave. Yeah, have yep. babies right in the middle. Of the, no, you you got you got to figure this stuff out. Yeah. Legion baseball season for you, so it fits perfectly. I used to give our uh, old Hastings Tribune softball teammates a hard time if they were pregnant during the yeah. season, in in joking manner, of course. But uh, I told them they need to plan this a little better, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, here I am, I guess, uh, summer summer 
baby is uh, the thing, I guess. <laughs> All right. So anything else we need to touch on before we get, they're going to shut the lights off on us here pretty soon? <laughs> hey, anybody got a key to this place? We're going to supposed to lock up. <laughs> least, uh, anyway, good job, guys, by the way, on the, the Goodfellows campaign. You guys did another uh, great job. Good luck on the delivery of all these uh, boxes on Saturday. Again, if uh, you'd like to help out, still looking for some uh, drivers on Saturday morning, just come on out between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, and they'll uh, get you handled on that. So we'll see you somewhere around the, uh, the sports scene, guys, uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks with holiday basketball tournaments, and always a pleasure to, to get together with you guys on the, the tailgate uh, talk show here at uh, Adams County Fairgrounds here this week. Who knows where we'll be uh, next time. So have yourself a, uh, a lovely holiday season, will you? We will. You too, Thanks, Mike. All right, see ya.